lyrics of the lost. Hey, thanks for tuning in to episode 21. Now, you're not impressed by lengthy introductions and small talk before the show, so I'm just going to shut up and hand over to award-winning comedian and TV personality Peter Hellier Oh wow! for a short intro. Oh, thank you, Pete. That's great. Lyrics of the Lost podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard that podcast, but um, uh, I'll, I'll attempt to check it out. And um, yeah, uh, fans, if you love movies, it sounds like Pete uh, loves his movies too. So uh, check that out. Oh, nice. How's that, Dave? That's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. It's true too. Um, we, we do somehow talk uh, about movies quite a lot for a show that's about pop music lyrics. So, you know, great that Pete picked up on that. It's true. Without even listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very clever, intuitive guy. Yeah, those are the sort of amazing perceptions and, uh, you know, that's that's why he gets the big bucks. Yeah. And uh, a beautiful human being too. Sure. Now, down to business. Oh. Episode 21. Sorry? I, I forgot to wish you happy birthday, that's all. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, oh, Dave. Oh, thanks. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, yes, it was my birthday today. And still is. But, you know, we don't have time for that, okay? Enough. It's a bumper birthday special. Not really. No. No. Not really. Pretty regular. Yeah. Okay. But uh, thanks, everyone. Um, uh, now, down to business. Episode 21 is this. That don't impress me much. That don't impress me much. Yeah, me either. <laughs> no. By Shania Twain, uh, 1998. That was the initial very country-sounding version, I've learned. Uh, very country music-sounding. Uh, but then in uh, 1999, they re-recorded a pop dance version, uh, which is the one we all hear on smooth radio in our workplaces against our will. Written by Shania and then-husband Bobby John Mutt Lang, who sounds like a good old country boy. <laughs> Yeah. But he's actually South Afrikaan. And, and that's why the early drafts of this song started with, Yeah, we are not impressed by you, Brad Pitt. We don't like your sort of people around our townships, my friend. Um, yeah, then they, they rewrote, of course. Um, and I think Shania is actually Canadian, but uh, that's close enough. You're totally Canadian. And it sounded a bit like uh, Matt there was had spent quite a bit of time in Germany. <laughs> Well, uh, I think it isn't it the Danish who were uh, the Boers. Uh, that, that's where the Afrikaans uh, accent comes from. It's Denmark, which is it's not too far from Germany, is it? I think it's Dutch. And I, I oh, think, Dutch! Oh, how dare you refer to the Danes as boring? Oh gosh, as boring? No, no, no. Yeah, you said they're all Boers. <laughs> no, Boers, as in boa constrictors. Ah, uh, a bunch of snakes. Bunch of Nasty snakes. Um, I don't. I don't know that we've got any uh, listeners in uh, Denmark. Um, so you can say what you like. Yeah, that's right. The Dutch from Dutchland, and and Germany was called Deutschland, so that's very close. Still is Dutch and Deutsch. Yeah, Dutchland famous for their tiny pancakes. Is that right? Well, little Dutch pancakes. Pikelets. Yeah, no, 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 little um, poffages. Okay. Come on, you must have had a little pancake from a van at a market. Uh, well, I've had um, 
oh, what are those things? Um, Goslame? Goslame. Uh, yes, they're, they're kind, kind of pancakey and very tasty yeah. too. So think of those except much smaller and round with no meat or cheese mm. made entirely of pancake batter with maple syrup. And that, that's basically it. Sounds like a pikelet. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's all hop aboard the uh, Shania Twain. Hey. Hey. Uh, in the lyrics, uh, Shania describes three self-absorbed men uh, that don't impress her much. We've got a man who is a know-it-all. Okay, so you're a rocket scientist. Okay, so you're a rocket scientist. Uh, we've got a man obsessed with his looks. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. And then another man obsessed with his car. Okay, so you got a car. Yeah. So three stories, not, not unlike um, the Crash Test Dummies. That had three stories as well. Interesting. Mm. Or not. Mm. So I was initially kind of appalled by the uh, relentless negativity and judgmental attitude that Shania displays in this song. Nothing's good enough for Shania. But then also, I now realize at the same time, she's kind of being very inclusive, ultimately saying it doesn't matter that you're not smart, that you've got bad hair, that you're not Brad Pitt, and you don't have a car, so long as... Have you got the touch? Have you got the touch? So long as you can touch Shania the right way and... Keep her warm in the middle of the night. Those seem to be the only uh, potential deal breakers that she sets, which is quite open and nice. She could probably afford to be a bit more selective, even. She could get a cat and a blanket. That would probably fit the bill too. Yeah. Do the job. Well, yeah. Problem solved. Thanks very much. Has the cat got the touch though? I mean. Well, they like to touch you. The thing about the touch of a cat is it's kind of like... um. The touch of a funnel web spider. They've got um, fluffy, soft bits, but also very sharp, nasty bits. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like that scene in uh, Scarface, too. First you get the touch, then you get the power, then you get the Shania woman. <laughs> then if you're lucky, Shania might uh, say hello to your little friend. Ooh. Hoo-ha! <laughs> 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 uh, terrible. Um... I was thinking we could confidently predict that Shania won't like uh, James Bond movies because he's good looking, his hair is always neat, always has a fast car, and he's quite the know-it-all. There was always a scene with uh, James Bond uh, reporting to headquarters and and M would ask him something like, uh, pay attention, Bond, what do you know about bejeweled eggs? And... uh, Bond would say, ah, yes, uh, the Fabergé eggs, uh, first designed by Carl Fabergé for the Prince of Estonia on the occasion of his first vasectomy in 1929, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, yes. So, yeah, not a rocket scientist, but definitely, definitely a know-it-all. Yeah. She's she's not hanging out for the next Bond film, doesn't care who the next Bond is going to be. So Shania is kind of the opposite of Moneypenny, because she was overly impressed with all that shit. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Shania Twain would be, would she be like Pussy Galore maybe? Because she was like, uh, oh no, I think she fell for James Bond as well. 
She, right. you know, pointed pointed a gun at him a few times, but um, I think eventually slept with um, Sean Connery in a in a like a haystack in a in a barn. You pretty much described every woman in a James Bond film. Initially, they point a gun at him, then they have sex with him. Yeah. May not be in a barn. Could be in a spaceship. Could be on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they don't point a gun at him initially, they're on his side, but they you know they have a a wall of professionalism that ah, um, yes. that James Bond just does not respect. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't respect any boundaries in the workplace. And um, yes, you make short work of of that. And um, it's just a he's a court case waiting to happen. Sure is shocking. Elon Musk probably would be a little bit out of the running as well with all his cars and rockets. But then Shania, she didn't say anything about very rich men, so she might be impressed by that. That's very true. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think Elon claims to be a rocket scientist. No, that's true. Yeah, I'm sure he still takes credit for all the achievements there. Sure, sure. Yeah, and he's he's also blown so much money on Twitter now. I don't know if, I don't know if he's got anything going for him. Um, hope you're okay, Elon. Not really bothered to be honest. Somebody should maybe do a welfare check on him though, just in case. Well, send him a tweet. You can send him a tweet. That's true. Yeah, yeah he loves yeah. those. Yeah. Actually, the um, the last of the three guys in the song, uh, his story ends, okay, so you've got a car, says Shania, uh, before adding, that don't impress me much. But what if the guy's car is the Subaru Impreza? That Then, yes? Uh, I was about to say, that don't impress me much, but no, just carry on. <laughs> that don't impress you much. No. But... It's called the Impreza. It must impress. It's very impressive. Yes. <laughs> Up and down the highways, you can be impressing all around the country. Yeah. Have you, got the touch? have you got the touch? Well, the Impreza range features your choice of cloth or leather-appointed interior trim. And who doesn't like the, uh, the soft touch of cloth? They, they make clothes out of it, out of the stuff. That's true. Or, or clothes, as as I pronounce them, lovely clothes. Yeah. And equally, the uh, luxuriant touch of leather is certain to impress Shania as you whisk her away for the weekend after one of her hectic sellout performances. Although the uh, the somewhat cooler touch of leather uh, may be that won't keep Shania warm in the middle of the night. Unless uh, you've got seat warmers, so oh yeah, seat warmers. That's true. My car, my car that is not a Subaru Impreza mm-hmm. has leather seats, right? With electric seat warmers. So if you're enjoying the touch of leather, mm. by obviously driving with no pants on, <laughs> uh, but it is a touch chilly. You can warm yourself. Wow. You can keep yourself warm in the middle of the night. Can you retrofit those to a Subaru Impreza? Don't know. Might be a bit of a fire hazard. Mm. Yeah. The the downside is, is that it does feel like you've wet yourself. Oh, right. Yikes. Yeah. Unexpected warmth. Yeah. Mm. So there's warmth spreading through your trouser area. Golly. Yeah. But alternatively, uh, you can also just turn up the uh, the heat on the Impreza's uh, fan assisted ventilation system, which at the twist of a dial, you can just direct at Shania's cold feet or her face. Or even both at once, yes. 
And, uh, and, and once that takes the edge off the cold, um, you can prevent Shania's beautiful skin from chapping and, and her hair from drying out by, by redirecting it, uh, the, you know, the warm air up at the uh, windshield instead. Um, and then it will sort of swirl over and down the car's interior, sort of indirectly uh, enveloping you both in a, a, a cozy, warm bubble. So, you know, that should work quite well. And that's now the time uh, to take off your gloves and uh, demonstrate that you've got the touch uh, by offering to touch Shania in sensible and mutually consenting ways. I guess while you are touching her and keeping her warm, you may mm. uh, fog up the window a bit. So so the, the fan-assisted uh, window demister will be helpful there. <sighs> The demister, yes, you could you could certainly use that. Yes, it's it's very important that you do uh, pull over uh, safely before you begin touching Shania. Yeah, handbrakes on, and you could also you know uh, make sure you've adjusted the dial to introduce fresh air as well as recirculated warm air, um, and and that'll that'll keep Shania refreshed, and uh, will also keep yeah the windows from fogging up so that any pedestrians outside who who may or may not be engaged in dogging, uh, can see perfectly well inside. And, um, and even if they're not part of the lifestyle, you want people to you know, at least glance in occasionally and, and be impressed that you're with Shania, even if Shania is less than impressed with this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. She may prefer the window to be fogged up. She might. She might. And she's been quite coy too about um, you know, exactly what sort of touch she's, she's looking for uh, we don't know if it's the, the light, static, sustained touch of a fingertip or a, a vigorous whole hand rub. Um, yeah, we just don't know. It's very mysterious. Mm. But um, yeah, I think uh, to solve all of Shania's problems, we just need a, a guy with a Subaru Impreza with the right upholstery and a mastery of the ventilation system and who's a bit touchy-feely in just the right way, and uh, that should that should have this whole thing sorted. Or a cat, as you mentioned, but you know, yeah. there's problems, you know, with cats. True. She may be allergic. Yeah, she might not be. I don't think she's a cat person. I get that. I get the feeling farm girl type person that she is. Country, you know, she'd probably prefer to, you know, have a horse in the bed with her or something, uh, or a dog. An entire horse or just a head? Well, that just entered my mind as well yeah they didn't really address that in um the godfather the guy with the the horse's head in his bed i bet he must have felt like he'd wet himself you know all that warm blood sort of seeps up unless they drained the head before they put it in his bed oh of course yeah the logistics don't bear, bear thinking about really I'd, yeah it's not subject for a family audience no and and what do they make it clear what they did with the rest of the horse no I would assume it's just left in the uh, in the stable in a big puddle. Poor thing. Yeah. Should we talk about the song? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, we digress. Can I ask you a question about this? Hmm. The way the song's structured is—is is it the case that there's kind of meant to be a twist in each verse? Like the first verse, a twist. There's this know-it-all guy who hmm. thinks he's a genius. Blah 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 blah. And then it turns out he is actually really smart. He's a rocket scientist. And then the second one, a good-looking guy who's got the perfect hair, and then shocking twist turns out he's Brad Pitt. Oh. Is that how you think it works? Wow! Uh, no, I didn't uh, consider oh, okay. that at all. All oh, right. Whether it's literal 
at the end of each story. Yeah. You are a rocket scientist. You are Brad Pitt. Yeah. Well, yeah certainly, see, certainly you have got a car is, is well, not a, see, not a twist. <laughs> well, no, I, I was a little disappointed in, in, that, in that third verse. Yeah. Yeah. You would be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's an interesting mm. thought, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I thought. You've got this twist. Mm. So the first verse. Probably a guy that we would consider to be a mansplainer now or a, mm. possibly a manscaped manspreader with man flu who's also a mansplainer. There's a lot of man things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. And then, as I say, he, he turns out to actually be a genuinely smart guy. Um, mm. I think she concedes that. Yeah, yeah. You've got being right down to an art. It just wears her down, his constant being right. But then he, if she looked at it another way, how does her constantly being wrong, you know, affect him? That must be quite irritating as well. I think he's a very tolerant guy. Yeah. To me, the question was, like, he's a very smart guy, but is he sticking to his area of expertise? Ah. Right, so he's a rocket scientist. And she doesn't say whether he's obsessed with being right about thrust to weight ratios or heat insulating <laughs> layers. Um, right. Or whether he's insisting on telling her how to write catchy country-based pop songs. And maybe that's what's pissing her off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or, or maybe she's got her own theories about rocket science. Uh, yeah. She's built a few model rockets at home and uh, she reckons, uh, you know, she's dabbled. Yep. And uh, sometimes a little knowledge can be a dangerous thing. And um he might be, you know, very cruelly uh, shutting her down. So, you know, a potential, you know, interest, hobby, career in rocket science uh, for Shania uh, might have been snuffed out very early there. Yeah, true. And I, I would say if you have a little knowledge and you're building rockets, that is a dangerous thing. <laughs> if you've got access to that. Yes. Uh, and let's face it, you know, American folk, uh, they do have access to all sorts of um, fireworks and firepower yeah 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 I'm sure you could make a very dangerous yeah, thing indeed and he's probably thinking well how's this going to reflect on me when this explodes in her face and uh you know i'm the nearest rocket scientist and uh, people are going to think very poorly that i didn't step in well exactly so yeah he's being blamed yes. by shania for just keeping her safe That's exactly and i think it would ruin his professional reputation if he was present when shania blew her own face off with a rocket yes yeah, that's not good. No, no. So sticking with this first verse, yes, I would like to say straight away that I fully support Shania's right to choose whomever she likes to keep her warm at night. Sure. As you know, we've documented a lot of sexual misconduct, uh, mainly by men, Yeah. Uh, on this podcast. So it's quite refreshing to have a song uh, in which a woman's saying no to blokes who don't you know, meet up to her requirements. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, I feel... Uh, that by taking this attitude, Shania is limiting herself. Mm. And as someone who spent eight years at university studying science mm. uh, and has subsequently worked in science or medical-related jobs since then, mm. I feel like I should be uh, a spokesman and speak up in defence of the brainy, socially awkward, sciencey types. Fair enough. But and, if I could paraphrase uh, Shania. Yes. Don't get her wrong. She thinks you're all right. Okay. Um, uh, you know, you're still in with a chance. You, you just have to demonstrate that you've got the touch and the warmth. So, well, I'll get to that. But I, I, I think she should be thinking a bit more than just all right. So I think she's underestimating hmm. the value of a science nerd. Well, a lot of people do these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Climate science. Climate science, exactly. Um, Renewables. Yes. Pub trivia. Oh, that's handy. Yes. See, you, you might have people who know the flags of the world, mm. uh, obscure Britpop hits of the 90s, uh, who won the 2015 Australian NRL Grand Final, mm. North Queensland Cowboys, if you're interested. But who are you going to call on when you need to know the name of the atmospheric layer above the stratosphere? Oh, that's a tricky one, yes. Yeah. You need a you need a rocket scientist. You need a rocket scientist. It's the, the answer is the mesosphere for, for those who are playing along. Ah, uh, the mesosphere. Yeah. Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue. Yes, of course. Uh. It was just above your stratosphere. <laughs> it was literally just on the tip of my stratosphere. Yep. Gosh, yes, that would be a very handy special subject to have on your team. Exactly. Yeah. By rejecting the smart guy for appearing to be a bit of a wanker, I feel that uh, Shania is uh, propagating a dystopian revenge of the nerd-style worldview, uh-huh. uh, where she's pitting the smart guys against the jocks and the cool people. Um, I think yeah. I think this guy just appears to be a bit of a show-off. He's, he's probably just showing off in his kind of awkward way, overcoming his crippling social anxiety. Yeah. He's, try- he's trying to impress her, and she's just knocking him down. Yeah, she she needs to make some allowances for, yeah. um, you know, the sort of social skill deficit that someone who's concentrated uh, for so long on on getting these uh, qualifications. Yeah, there's, there's going to be drawbacks in other areas. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. A bit of an allowance wouldn't go astray. Mm. Exactly. I believe the nerds and the cool kids need to work together to build a better world. Together. Yeah, yeah. that's a lovely yeah. thought. Just like in Beauty and the Geek. I don't know if you've oh, seen that. Well, so you get. I, you, I have seen a bit of that. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. You get, have your nerdy Poindexter types, and they're paired up with beautiful but less well-educated women, and they've got to complete challenges, answer quizzes, oh. and everybody. And of course, Shania could give you a makeover. That's a key part of the program too. It really is. And if there's one thing we've learnt from that is that when they give the geeks a better haircut and a nice suit, it usually turns out that they're pretty buff anyway. Oh well. So it's a win-win and an extra bonus for Shania. And if there's a geeky girl, when the the handsome guy's there, she's actually just got to take off her glasses and shake her hair out. And happens, yeah, happens all the time. That old trope. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. if you can get past that social awkwardness, I think you'll find that your lonely, nerdy guy is going to be only too happy to keep you warm in the middle of the night if you give them a chance. But maybe she's trying. She's trying to sleep, and uh, you know, and he's all nice and warm. But he's explaining, you know, the thermodynamics of what's happening, and uh, she's just trying to sleep, and it's driving her up the wall. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. But I've, I, he's probably been quite starved of intimacy, and probably doesn't know that many actual women. Yeah, I think really, when you get down to it, he's probably quite grateful for the opportunity, and will try really hard to keep mm. you as warm as possible, as often as he possibly can. And he's going to be very eager to please you when he's sharing his warmth. Hmm. Yeah, you have to wonder how they even got together. To be honest. Um, well, true. <laughs> what scenario was there that they came together? You know, unless you know she's out in the country riding horses and stuff, and and uh, she stumbles upon a uh, a rocket uh, testing area site. Maybe she stumbles upon you know Elon Musk uh, retrieving a, a SpaceX rocket or something, and. Yeah, I, I, he's probably out there in the field. He's launching his rocket. Maybe something's gone wrong. There's been an explosion. He's broken his glasses. He can't see. He picks himself up, puts the glasses up to his face, and there in the distance, Shania. It's a, a movie that writes itself. It is. And see, he's 
well, he's been blown up, but he's also quite socially awkward. He doesn't quite know how to deal with this situation. Mm. So he's he falls back on telling her about power to weight ratios. <laughs> and he might, if his yeah. glasses are broken, he might actually think uh, Shania's actually a leopard. Um, oh, in that, yes. Not just wearing a leopard onesie <laughs> in the in the desert, but uh, yeah, that's a strange video. Maybe he, maybe he thinks uh, she's in fact uh, one of those furries. Uh, you hear about <laughs> just uh, someone from a comic con that's gotten a bit lost <laughs> and wants to be some sort of uh, mutant leopard superhero. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, weird. It's yeah. hard to hard to imagine them uh, getting together in the first place. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. True. Yeah. So maybe she's got to worry about actually meeting uh, a rocket scientist before you know she immediately. It's like it's like she's already considered the concept of meeting a rocket scientist in her head and has already dismissed him. Yeah. It's like this never happened. It's it's you know remarkably like that. Mm. I have one more point about rocket scientists and yep. then I'll, I'll allow you to move on. <laughs> <laughs> it does it turns out that rockets being a rocket scientist might not be all that impressive anyway. Mm. I found a study published in the British Medical Journal uh, using an online test called Cognitron's Great British Intelligence Test um, that tests planning and reasoning and memory and attention and emotion processing abilities. Um, and mm-hmm. they com- they compared aerospace engineers, which uh-huh. is li- literally a rocket scientist. Close. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, and they compared them with neurosurgeons. Uh-huh. And overall, the two groups weren't very different. Neurosurgeons were, on average, a bit better at the problem solving, and the aerospace engineers were a bit better at mental manipulation. Oh. But when they compared the results to the general population, the only differences were that the neurosurgeons were faster at problem solving and slower at memory recall, hmm. and rocket scientists were no better than anyone else. Blimey. Yep. So based on that, rocket scientists don't impress me much either. Yikes. Well, I wonder what sort of intelligence test this was. You know, maybe the fault is in the testing. I found it and tried some of it. It was very hard. I gave up. Yeah, okay. So, so it's not yeah. a, a case of remembering man, woman, TV, camera, <laughs> and repeating that later. <laughs> no. Okay. So that's it for the, the first story then. Any, any thoughts on the, the other two stories? Well, yes. So I was interested in... Brad Pitt. Well, lots of people are. Mm. Well, that's that's my point. Uh, apart from Shania, mm. the the first thing is the implication was that Brad Pitt's not only very good looking but also very vain. Yeah, obsessed with his hair. So I, is he? I don't know. I, I haven't seen any any real examples of that. Although I just remembering now, I I do remember uh, a series of photos uh, online being shown of how Brad Pitt. Who, whichever current girlfriend he's with, actually starts to look like them, um, like yes. has hair like Jennifer Aniston, and uh, when she's with her, and 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 on and on, and which which actually suggests you know the reverse, not that he's self-involved, that he's but he's actually very involved with his partner of at any given time, and um, is his subverts his own self-image to to basically um, accessorize their image. Yes. Although, are we sure that he's not forcing them to look like him? Well, I'm pretty sure Jennifer Aniston had the Jennifer Aniston look before before he came along. That's true. She was kind of famous for that, wasn't she? Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. For look for looking like Jennifer Aniston. That's right. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, Gwyneth, Gwyneth was, uh, was first, wasn't she? Well, the first yeah. notable one. Yeah. There could be some debate there as to who stole whose look. But uh, yes, yes, yeah. I mean, given yeah. given the the business that he's in, he's got to have some concern for his money maker being all of his looks, basically, and his phys- yeah. physique. So, yeah, I don't think that's fair to to judge him as no, as... no, no. But I, I I became quite interested in why women find him attractive. Like, so oh. even if Shania is not that impressed with him herself she's obviously picked brad pitt as an example right Mm. so i as one does i turn to the internet Mm. so somebody called stephanie anello writing on quora said uh, i can't speak for most women but i go crazy for brad pitt because i love his eyes his scar on his face his body i hope he is as cute and stupid as he was in california and true romance cute and stupid in california cute and he was a serial killer well that's pretty stupid (laughs) <laughs> and she got. She goes on to say she just wants to climb all over him. He's got. Um, he had that bad boy thing going, I guess, as a serial killer. Yeah. So so yeah, his appeal seems to be that he's stupid and also slightly disfigured. Right. I don't remember any scar yeah. that he has. Oh, well, there you go. I'll look out for that. Yeah, yeah. So someone called Lee Hadley uh, says mm. women are attracted to Brad Pitt probably because he's good looking. Well, okay, that's a flat-out statement, okay. Yeah. Empirically beautiful. Yes. Yep. They've tested it. Not a matter of opinion. No, he is good-looking. Yep. That's totally objective. He must have that golden ratio thing of, of, of the face. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, and then I found a website called uh, subcommunicationmastery.com, ah. which I think it's about like the subliminal messages you give out when you trying to attract people. Yes, I often uh, just pull up flashcards really quickly uh, while I'm talking. Uh, one might be a, a picture of a penis or or a bird or, you know, uh, but, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, well, sure, you want them to be thinking about your penis without you actually yeah. well, but hang getting on. it out and showing it to hang them. On, was that a bird? I'm not, I, I think that was, oh, yeah, I feel free and, and alive like a bird. And, yeah. And now, I, now I want a penis. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> penises. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a great technique. You should try it. Yeah, yeah. Well, this website promises you are about to learn the secret attraction patterns of the world's most attractive men. Damn. Yeah. And on this website, some guy called Gabe has written an analysis of a video interview. Uh, it's got Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie in it. Mm. Uh, so, so I pulled out some of the key points here. Uh, so this is what he says. He says, you are going to see Brad Pitt walking around feeling great. The way he moves his body, or in this case, the way he doesn't move his body, oh. the way he just sits down is always going to seem to you as if he's having a very good moment. So he's good at sitting. Right. Point in his favour. Nice. You can sit like you've got lots of potential for movement without displaying it. Yes. Like a coiled yes. spring or a, yeah, yeah. a tensing up panther ready to pounce. Yeah. Or, 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 leopard. or leopard. Yeah. There's also... Um, a lot of stuff on there about feeling relaxed and at ease and injecting some high vibration energy into a situation. Ooh. And, and also some stuff about licking his lips, Oh, which I found a bit gross. But, appa- but apparently women are especially receptive to these little things. Licking your lips mm. helps to build a frame where things are a little bit more sexual than ah. if you didn't do it. So licking your own lips, yeah? yeah, yeah. Well, yes. To, to start with. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, apparently Gabe has tried this out for himself. Uh, mm. And he found that by licking your lips and looking straight at a woman <laughs> while you're doing it, 
God. <laughs> you were giving her a huge sign that you were sexually attracted to her. Yeah, a very huge sign. Possibly too huge. <laughs> yes. Possibly too much of a sign. Yeah. That's like a billboard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a billboard but, in your uh, pants. <laughs> Gabe doesn't go into how successful he's been using this technique, though. Mm, but he's tried it. Okay. Yeah. I have one more opinion. Uh, this is the opinion of huge underscore dick four two nine six nine six six six. Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> yes. Posting on uh, the unpopular opinion page on Reddit. Oh. And. I'm not sure whether huge underscore dick 42969666 is male or female, but <laughs> never know. they have written, now he looks like an old man slash hobo. Oh. I mean, his face is super square, eyes are hella close set, has a pig nose and tiny eyes. I guess his body was okay, but there's literally hundreds of better looking actors and musicians. So oh. the contrasting viewpoint there. Okay. Sadly for Brad, last year, uh, Shania replaced Brad with Ryan Reynolds yes. in a performance of the song. Well, possibly yeah. just because he was in the audience. Well, possibly. But she's she's also gone on record saying she'd rather have Channing Tatum. So Yes. But then people have forgotten that this is actually an insult, not a not a good thing to be in the song because she's saying that you're totally self-involved with your looks. Well, true, but it, she she's saying he is good looking. So it's it's mm. it's a personal insult but a kind of physical compliment, I suppose. It's a double-edged sword as as most swords yes. are. Yes. Otherwise, it's a knife. Yeah, that's right. Well, I was uh, I was wondering what other verses might have been written for this song in development that they may have uh, had to cut for time, and that brings us to challenge time on the show, because Ooh, hello. I challenged Dave uh, earlier off microphone to see uh, well, basically challenged him to a Shania off to see which of us can accurately guess other things Shania Twain is not impressed much by in the form of new lyrics for the song. So, Dave, if you're ready, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it in turns. Yeah, sure. So I've, I've divided mine into two categories. Okay. One is uh, unimpressive things that are specific to Shania. Right. And the other ones are just things that are generally probably wouldn't be very impressive. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I've just focused my mind on, on Shania and I think I've gotten into her mindset and okay. and I, I feel like I can think basically straight away as her now as a reflex. Sure. The training has really kicked in. Okay. So I'll, I'll be doing mine quite seamlessly in Shania's very sassy voice. You can do yours in your own special style, Dave. Um, sure. Would you like to go first? Sure. Okay, so you're Robert John Mutt Lang. Oh. That don't impress me. She's not very impressed with him because, on the one hand, he's internationally renowned producer of records by ACDC, Def Leppard, Brian Adams, Celine Dion, blah, 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 blah. Oh. But also, on the other hand, he had an affair with her best friend. So that's not very impressive. Oh, yes. Yes, that won't impress her much. No. Nope. But she got a bit of her own back and uh, ended up with um, her best friend's uh, first husband uh, as well, who, th- who she's now with. Yeah, so they swapped. Yeah, exactly. She's got kind of... Um, yeah, very, a very good uh, background for uh, a country music singer. There's lots of turmoil to, to write country and Western music about. Mm. But moving on, I'll have a go here. Okay, so you couldn't make it in real media and you've got a podcast instead. That don't impress me much. Ouch, yes. Ooh. Shania would not swoon over us uh, for this. No. Mind you, in 1998, that would have been a lot more impressive than it is now. Oh, gosh. 
That's true. Yeah. But um, projecting forward, um, yeah, I don't think yeah. she's. I don't think she's into it. Uh, I don't think she's going to want to come onto the podcast and uh, chat with us. Although the uh, the invitation is there, Shania, um, if you just want to sure. w- reach out, uh, you know, we'd yeah. love to talk to you about your experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your turn, Dave. Okay, so you're Faith Hill, who, according to Women's Day, is feuding with Shania. <gasps> that don't impress me much. Uh, apparently, Shania is jealous that Faith appeared in the TV series 1883. Oh. And is also considered a proper country singer, where Shania is a kind of pop country. Oh. Yeah. But to be fair, Shania is also much better known. But anyway. Yeah, I can't quite picture Faith Hill. Um, well, fair enough. No. Well, another one of those um, celebrity yeah. stouches. Yep. Sad to hear. Sad to hear. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. So you've got a non-fungible token of a bored chimpanzee. That don't impress me. So I think Shania's not going to go for NFTs or crypto. I feel like she's she likes more traditional stores of, of value and investment. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't get NFTs. They don't impress me much either. No. no and, you know, no. Shania's just that sort of plain, straight thinking, straight talking kind of person that you are too, Dave. Um, yeah. I think she still carries yeah. cash, sure. Um has a sure, yeah. couple of credit cards probably, but I think she's probably still quite suspicious of PayWave and uh, she would never pay by waving an Apple Watch around in the air over, over anything. Um, no, uh, no. She's probably got one of those wallets that um, insulates so that it cuts out the radio waves. Yeah, she'd have some foil in there. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. Your turn. Yeah. Okay, so you're Taylor Swift. That don't impress me much. Uh, Taylor Swift oh. last year broke Shania's record as the female artist with the most weeks at number one on the Billboard Country Artist chart. Oh. Um, the most weeks? I thought you said the most wigs. <laughs> and, you know, Shania's got that one in, in this video clip, but. Uh, yeah. Hmm. No, Sh- Shania's still got the most wigs, <laughs> but uh, the most weeks. Um, nice. To be fair, I am trying to spark rumors of a feud between Shania and Taylor. Well, um, you'd have a hard time doing that because I watched on YouTube um, a, a video they did together for the start of the, I think it was the Country Music Awards, where they basically did a parody of Thelma and Louise. Uh, yeah, well, that's right. So Shania's so damn nice that she's already congratulated Taylor and uh, tweeted that she's proud of her. So that one didn't work out. Okay. Your turn. Okay, so you're a diseased parasite that wants to drink my blood. That don't impress me much. Yes, Shania caught Lyme disease in the early 2000s. While riding a a horse, she got bitten by a tick, and the disease took away her singing voice for some time. No touring. And of course, it also brings a sort of uh, chronic fatigue, uh, which means uh, Shania probably didn't have the energy to be impressed. By anything. No, that's true. Even yeah. less stuff didn't impress her much. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I actually had something similar. I've, oh. I've got one more Shania-specific one. Okay, good. Um, which is, okay, so you're a pig farmer. That don't impress me much. Shania's a well-known vegetarian, although recently, oh. well, yes, but she was meat-shamed recently <gasps> for eating vegan nuggets in a chicken shop. Vegan nuggets in a chicken shop. Okay. Well. Yep. Well, she's supporting the chicken shop by eating their vegan nuggets, I, I guess. Sort of see, yeah. So she was kind of, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so you can quote lots of lines verbatim from Monty Python, Blackadder, and the Young Ones. That don't impress me much. 
No. No. Doesn't impress many women at all. I think we eventually found that out in our mid-20s yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and see our early discussion about Shania and nerds. So, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good yeah. dovetailing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, your turn. Okay. So, you're Alastair Galpin, holder of many world records, including the greatest number of snails on his face for 10 seconds or more. That don't impress me much. Oh. Uh, Alastair Galpin has broken 85 world records, including the largest bottle cap sculpture, <gasps> the furthest surface journey in a male chastity device. <laughs> Are these all verified by Guinness or? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Uh, also tallest silver beet plant and the most rubber bands stretched over the face. 62 in one minute if you're interested. That would be painful. Yeah. Goodness. She's, yeah, she's probably not that impressed by general record breaking. No. No, I can, I can see that, sure. I don't think she'd be happy with a guy with snails on his face. Well. Frankly. Yeah, that doesn't create a good mental image. No. I feel Shania is maybe not impressed by gender identity. That's just a feeling. But your pronouns won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. Your pronouns won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. Not not saying she's a transphobe. I feel like she's just meh nah mm. about it. Unless you've got the touch. I mean, if you've got the touch, she's very interested to hear about your uh, personal gender journey. Yeah. Just a feeling, just a feeling. Do you believe that she would be impressed by J.K. Rowling's views or? Uh... <sighs> mm, no, I think she'd, she'd bridle a bit at, um, <laughs> she's into horses, um, she'd bridle, hey. bristle a bit at the harshness of some of J.K.'s uh, pronouncements. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I think Shania's like seeing how things settle in this sort of area. She doesn't want to insert herself into the conversation and, and good honour. Fair enough. Yes. Do you have any more? I have, I have a few more. Oh, good. Okay, so you're Josh Evans, the world's highest ranked Mario Kart deluxe player. That don't impress me much. Goodness. Mm. Mario Kart deluxe. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. No, yeah. I mean, I, I play, I've had, uh, you know, the old uh, Nintendo 64 and GameCube. Yeah. Um, I, I know my way around a regular Mario Kart, but um, yeah, there must be. A whole new generation of Mario Karts that I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're one of those guys who likes to shine his machine. Shania doesn't like someone who shines his machine or his Mario Kart uh, potentially. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe not impressed that you can um, drop a banana peel or um, throw a turtle ahead of you at another Mario Kart. Um, yeah. Just a turtle shell, I think. I don't know. Our, our Wii broke years ago. I oh. can't remember anything about Mario Kart. Okay, so you're a grown man who's into fantasy cosplaying. That don't impress me much. I think we uh, have to assume that because of uh, the other stuff she says. At the end of the song, uh, the volume fades away, but if you turn it up, you can still hear that Shania is still complaining. <laughs> you're Tarzan. So you're Tarzan. Captain Kirk, maybe. Captain Kirk, maybe. John Wayne. John Wayne. Whatever. Whatever. So, um, you know, it's like she's actually standing outside of a comic con and shouting at the poor nerds in their homemade outfits, you know. And, uh, yeah. They spend a lot of time making those. It's not really fair, Shania. No, and she is dressed as a cat, so. That's right. Possibly a cartoon character or uh, some sort of furry sexual fetish. 
Yeah, double standards there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Pot kettle. Indeed. <sighs> so, uh, your turn. Okay, so you're David R. Scott, the seventh man to walk on the moon. That don't impress me much. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I just think yeah. you know, if you're the first man, that's impressive. If you're the last man, that you're impressive. But if you're the seventh man, yeah. Mm. Or maybe even top three. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty impressive. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a fair call. Yeah. When you stop to think about it, of course, it would be impressive. But if you're just looking at the surface of it, if you're just introduced to someone, yeah, it mightn't seem, yeah, overwhelmingly impressive. But well, and and given her well-documented prejudice against rocket scientists, I I feel like she wouldn't be that impressed. Oh, with of course, yeah. People walking on the moon, anyway. She's already rolling her eyes, probably. Yeah. Pfft, rockets. I suppose you used a rocket to get to the moon. Pfft. You don't want to hear my thoughts on thermodynamics, I guess. <laughs> I won't even I won't even try to engage in conversation with you. <clears throat> okay. So you start a new page in Microsoft Word by repeatedly hitting the enter key instead of inserting a page break. That don't impress me much. That freaking shit's me. I know, I, yeah, actually, I don't think Shania cares uh, either way on that one. Uh, that's just something that impresses me as, as someone <laughs> who gets to edit a lot of other people's documents. Uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. So sorry, Shania, I didn't mean to drag you into yeah. that. Okay, so you queued outside an Apple store all night to be the first to get a new iPhone. That don't impress me much. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know how much of that still goes on, but it certainly used to be uh, a very big thing. And so, yeah, someone who still does it, yeah, yeah, would be yeah, very unimpressive. Um, yeah, unless you know it's a major new product launch. If there's a new i something else, uh, what what could there be next? The new um, i i I'm looking around the i tissue. I don't know. Bless you. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> what else can I say? The new i bottle. Oh yeah. Eye lamp. Just talking rubbish now. Okay, so you're a fourth generation artificial intelligence language model. That don't impress me much. Yes, uh, chat GPT. I, I think that comes back again to being a know-it-all. She probably wouldn't be that impressed. But of course, I, I did have to check in again to ask the AI about this. Oh, yes. Yes, and it said... It wouldn't be appropriate to say that Shania Twain would or would not be impressed by me. While I don't have a personal character or material possessions to impress Shania Twain, if Shania were to use my services, I hope that my ability to understand and respond to questions accurately and efficiently would be helpful and meet her needs. My capacity to access vast amounts of information quickly and provide insights on a wide range of topics could potentially be impressive to Shania. However, this would depend on her individual needs and expectations. But have you got the touch? I don't have a physical presence or a sense of touch, so I wouldn't use that phrase to describe myself. Have you got the touch might refer to a person's ability to connect with others on an emotional or physical level. Well, how would you uh, keep her warm on the long, cold, lonely night? I can suggest some general ideas such as cuddling under warm blankets, using a space heater or electric blanket, wearing warm pyjamas, or drinking a warm beverage before bed. Ultimately, it is important to communicate with one's partner and understand their preferences and needs in order to provide comfort and warmth in a way that is mutually satisfying. 
lots of thoughts there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and just a side point, I think it's a mark of the reach and influence of this podcast that shortly after the last episode was released, they did uh, mm. upgrade ChatGPT. That's um, right. In a way that was meant to make it uh, less rude and less prone to just making stuff up. Mm-mm-mm. I did uh, extend the offer of the uh, Shania Off Challenge uh, to our chatbot friend. And the best it could come up with was... Okay, so you use your non-dominant hand to brush your teeth to prove you're ambidextrous. That don't impress me much. Impresses me. Well, it's, it, it is quite easy to use your non-dominant hand to brush your teeth. It's not too, it's not too tricky. No, I suppose if, if, if they were writing with it, that would be different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you know, re- yeah, yeah. rethink your impressed reaction there, Dave. I'm just too too easily impressed. <laughs> I don't think you thought that that one through. Yeah. No, I apologise. <laughs> well, we can move on now to other theories from the internet. Ooh. Nothing. Um, nobody's uh, reading any further meaning into this song than <laughs> than is immediately apparent. It seems I can't find uh, anyone with anything uh, to say. Yeah. Not any discussion, really, of deeper well, I, meanings, I, different takes. I think that's it's good that we're breaking new ground. Well, yeah, maybe we'll release the floodgates now and uh, people yeah. who've been afraid to express their feelings um, on what's going on in the song might um, come forward. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's why we're here. We're advocates, really, for um, lyric interpretation, yes. um, investigation. Mm. Holding people responsible yes. for what they've written. Yes. All of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So let's move on again to our next segment, which is uh, misheard lyrics in this song, as reported at kissthisguy.com and amiright.com. So, first of all, I've got the line. And all that extra whole gel in your hair ought to lock it, which is a an odd sounding line. Yeah. The syntax of it sounds yeah. kind of odd when you say it. So all that extra whole gel in your hair or the locket was heard as and that extra old jail with your hair in a locket. Extra old jail. That extra old jail with your hair in a locket. And and I imagine, you know, it evokes somebody who's been sentenced to a to a hard old jail. Uh, they might have shaved their hair off to look tough when they when they enter the prison, um, but then they also put some of the hair in a locket uh, to give to Shania, but it's not enough to keep her warm in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. So, I, I'd say in, in general that's not going to impress people. Um, not going to impress people, no. But you know, it's no. it's it's a touching image, I think. Also, the line. But you've got But you've got being right down to an art. That's uh, in the know-it-all rocket scientist uh, story. Yeah. You've got being right down to an art was heard as, uh, but you're not getting right down to my heart, which is, I think that's perfectly interchangeable, actually. Um, Sh- Shania could be saying to Mr. Know-it-all that you're only engaging my mind up here in my head instead of in my heart, which is down here. Uh, relatively, although the heart still very much in the upper part of the body, but but certainly down from the brain, uh, which is a pretty tip-top uh, spot. Mm. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or their interaction is quite um, superficial. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's, he's only talking Surface about rocket level. science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it works several ways. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, the line... I can't believe you kiss your car goodnight. I can't believe you kiss your car goodnight. From the third story. This was heard a couple of different ways. I can't believe you kiss your carpet at night. <laughs> and also... Uh, another attempt at euphemism, perhaps. And also, uh, I can't believe you kiss your carving knife. Fair enough. Sounds similar. But that sounds like, I can't believe you're a serial killer. <laughs> I can't believe you kiss your carving knife. Yeah. yeah, that would be a bit creepy. Mind you, if if you are capable of kissing your own carpet in the innuendo <laughs> sense, that's that's actually quite impressive. True. True. Because it would, yes. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Please. Um <clears throat> The line, uh, that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night, uh, was heard as, that won't keep me warm in the mirror all night. Or uh, as Americans would pronounce it, mirror. They seem to have a lot of trouble with the word mirror. And Graham. Graham. Mirror and Graham. Graham. They always say Graham. 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 Or Craig. They always say Craig. Craig. (laughs) Yes. You say Greg or Craig? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but that won't keep me warm in the mirror all night. And that's kind of nice. It speaks to the, the cold reflection of a mirror, which is sort of a lifeless visual echo of reality, as, as well as the cool touch of the glass itself. Ah. Yeah. But is that implying that Shania is like the mirror, mirror on the wall, you know? Um, oh, now you're talking. Yeah. So she's like, tra- she's trapped in a mirror. Trapped in a mirror. Maybe like in mm. the phantom zone um, of uh, well, yes. Superman. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, the line. You're a regular, original, a know-it-all. From the first story, that was heard as "You're, I reckon, a love engine on overhaul." Um, <laughs> and yeah, that that kind of makes sense. Shania recognizes that the know-it-all rocket scientist is potentially. A love engine, but uh, due to his pursuit of science and knowledge, it's like his love machine is offline and awaiting an overhaul. That's that seems like quite an insult if you want to tell someone their love engine needs an overhaul. An insult? Well, it's plain speaking. It's uh, yeah. it's blunt. Your your love engine's just not firing. It needs an overhaul. <laughs> Maybe a rebore. A rebore? Oh God, you you know more about cars than I do. Crikey. Yes. Uh, well, I'm moving on uh, to the uh, notable achievements section, uh, segment rather. What's to say? Let's see. Uh, well, it was quite successful, this song. Not her biggest song, but, you know, quite successful. Um, there's no Weird Al Yankovic uh, parody, I'm afraid. Uh, on on YouTube, though, there is a parody uh, by a Donald Trump impersonator called That Don't Impeach Me Much. Oh. Um, here you go. Yeah, there's some funny lines in it, but it uh, it's not a very good impersonation of Trump, and the sound recording is pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, worth a look. Uh, worth more of a look than uh, the other guy on YouTube, an Australian blokey-type bloke that does a parody on his acoustic guitar called That Don't Impress Men Much. Uh, which it's, seems like a sad incel uh, reply whinge mm. to me. It just yeah. made me sad. And that's all on YouTube, uh, so uh, mm. check it out. Uh, sure. We've mentioned, I think, we've touched on the, the music video. Mm. Note to Shire, 
Nobody has been impressed by uh, leopard print since 1982. Tone it down, girl. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Although animal onesies have become a lot more popular than they would have been in the late 90s. That's true. Um, yeah. Although I haven't but heard... Not usually worn in the desert. No. Yeah, no. But yes, animal onesies as a sort of pyjama thing. Yes. Very, yes. very popular for a while. But uh, quite a well-shot uh, video, I thought. Uh, spectacular lighting in the uh, the Mojave Desert or the Mojave Desert, if you prefer, um, with its amazing you know, sunset lighting. Um very, very nice. Sure. And in the video, Shania in this uh, leopard print onesie and carrying leopard print luggage is uh, she's apparently stuck in the desert and trying very half-heartedly uh, to hitchhike her way out. And uh, men drive up to her in uh, various vehicles, even a horse, uh, to offer her a lift, but she rejects them all. Uh, this led one reviewer in a music magazine to say her chances of escaping that desert alive don't impress me much. Ha ha ha. Hey. Yeah. That's weird, actually. When she sings the line, are you supposed to be Elvis or something? It's this um, guy dressed as an Arabian on a, a Frisian uh, horse, stallion. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't look much like Elvis at all. No, um, no. Unless there was a, a very un-PC uh, Elvis movie, and it's quite possible. <laughs> 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 called uh, maybe, I don't know, Saudi Bikini Good Times or something, yes. maybe? Mm. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Shania revealed the reason for using Brad Pitt's name in 2017. She said it was because there was a, a scandal back in the time with Brad Pitt uh, breaking up with Gwyneth Paltrow, and there was a subsequent leaking of Pitt's naked photo in Playgirl magazine. Mm. And Shania was unimpressed by all the fuss, as she found it was normal to see naked people. I see naked people. <laughs> so, yeah, I said before, uh, yeah, Shania's got a very good background uh, for country music. She had, uh, there was an abusive father growing up. Um, husband ran off with her best friend. She runs off with her friend's first husband. And uh, then she gets Lyme disease. So lots to, lots to complain about in, in country music for a good good long time, I yes. think. So anything else mm. on uh, that don't impress me much, Dave? No, I think I'm done there. I did, yep. uh, in keeping with some of our previous episodes, try and find a connection with Yoda, and I failed. Oh, oh well, yeah. it was bound to happen the, eventually. <laughs> yeah, the, the closest I could find was... Shania pictured with George Lucas at some awards show, but that didn't seem like a very close connection. Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe she can meet up with rocket scientists then. If, if her and George yeah. Lucas can be in a photo together, anything could happen. Well, that's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think you're all right, but uh, I think we're also ready to put Shania behind us now. Get thee behind me, Shania, as Jesus would say. Or he might have said Satan. Sure. Whatever. Uh, any sponsors to thank? This week, Dave. Uh, yes, um, I am not proud of this, but my contribution to this episode is brought to you by Reality TV. Oh dear, Gogglebox. Well, that too. But in the last few weeks, uh, I have been sucked in by both Australian Idol and <sighs> Married at First Sight. Ooh, is this um, yeah. other members of your family dragging you into this as, as well? Look, you don't have to bring them into this, but you know, if you just want to spread the blame a bit. You know, I can understand it. 
other members of my family may have instigated this, mm, but mm, mm. look, recently I caught myself Googling for recaps uh, on my phone. Oh, God. And I cannot blame anyone. It's a cry for help. But myself for that. It is a cry for help. Well, very brave of you to say. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank uh, Peter Hellier uh, for his uh, intro soundbite that he doesn't know I've actually used. Um, surprise! And uh, thanks also for his uh, fun movie podcast, which is called uh, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Um, he, has, he has big stars on that show, uh, but you can also hear me very briefly in a couple of recent episodes. Uh, and while I'm cross-promoting, uh, you can also see my driving and reaction skills on the popular Dashcam Owners Australia video. Let's take a listen. Wow. All right. <laughs> I know this is not a visual medium, uh, but we do like to spark your imagination at home. So uh, just see if you can guess what the other driver was doing in that clip. Uh, that's from the opening of the February 2023 monthly compilation at Dashcam Owners Australia on YouTube. And you can, uh, you can hear and learn some lovely Australian swearing on those videos. Uh, I know one of our favorites here is uh, there's a clip with a guy whose car is hit uh, while he's on the phone to a friend. And he explains over the phone, oh, sorry, mate, I've just been asked by a very, very colourful language. <laughs> really paints a picture. Um, and th yeah. and thanks also to Chat Chat GPT yeah. again from OpenAI. Uh, and no thanks to my dogs who have started barking. They are barking, aren't they? Bad dog. Yes, they Bad are. dog. Yes. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Stay. Lyrics of the Lost. Lost.